you do not smoke no weed in Tokyo. Right. Like you will. It's like mandatory jail. Like I think it's like 45 day, days we, in jail no matter who no. you are. Dang, I like think we, Americans are very entitled and they go places and be like, what? It's legal in Portland. Like, right. you know what I mean? Some yeah. dumb shit. And then you get caught up. Like, no, do not smoke weed in Tokyo. Maybe Us this getting... is the beginning of a beautiful reunion. <laughs> I think it is. Welcome to my happy place. It's a little softer and like a little more playful, but still edgy. I'm really happy and grateful with where I am today. It's the Leah McSweeney Show. Welcome back to the Leah McSweeney Show. Even though, obviously, with my guest today, it's kind of the improper etiquette reunion that we're having. The reunion. The reunion (laughs) with Laura Stiles. For those of you who don't know, me and Laura, and a lot of you do know because... um, I just announced the podcast yesterday, and this isn't coming out for two weeks, and everyone's like, improper etiquette. We miss Laura. Have Laura on. <laughs> um, but me and Laura had a wonderful, amazing podcast for – how long did we do it for? We did it for like two years. Wait. No, we did it for Laura. We did it for more. We did it for more. I think it was longer. It, it was almost three. It was almost three. How many episodes did we have? A shitload. Like 100. Oh, wait. Can we – Thirty. supposed to be clean? No. Oh, okay. A shitload. <laughs> Fuckload. <laughs> yeah, we hit a bunch. I can't even remember, but I think we hit, we hit over 100. Definitely. Yeah. We had amazing guests yeah. from Tarana Burke to Azealia Banks to Dasha, to Dasha Polanco, Polanco. Asa Akira. Asa Akira. And then um, and for Many all the new, um, the new fans of Leah McSweeney, <laughs> we are, 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 um, let me see what happened. Our focus yeah. was to interview badass women from all walks of life. Yeah. That's all we really gave a shit about. Yeah, right? true. I don't even think we had any men on the show. Except Ebro. Except Ebro. <laughs> that was so fun. Maybe, maybe we'll throw that OG podcast yeah. back up. Yeah. But um, should we tell them what let's, we're doing? Yeah, let's tell them. So, okay, yeah. Go. No, you go. No, you, no, you, you do it. <laughs> Listen to TV dub. <laughs> <laughs> That's to be done. So we okay. So we decided to um re, re uh we cleaned up and we we hooked up the sound because remember we used to be a little jeteau. Yeah, a little jeteau. <laughs> we you know we cleaned up some of our old episodes, some of our favorites, and we actually put them up on Apple Podcasts. Yep. So if you guys are improper etiquette fans, you could go back, you can search improper etiquette, and you could resubscribe. Yes. To hear some amazing throwbacks. Yep. And then who knows what the future has in store i mean we're here together now having our reunion reunited and it feels so good no 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 for real i i, I think that um you guys might be in for a little surprise yeah if you're a big og improper etiquette fan i suggest you go and resubscribe yeah. resubscribe and we'll see and you'll never know what happens your sneakers are fucking cool thank you did ricardo get you those no i got them for myself <laughs> no it's why am i why did i that was like misogynistic right? of me no but i know that he loves to like get you good yes shit. yeah 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 and, and he's also um i don't know i'm hitting a point right now where i don't really I, i'm not as big of a shopper oh, and it's either. funny i'm at a point in my life where i can actually afford things yeah. and i don't want to buy anything unless yeah. i really really love it like if yeah. i'm like damn i really really want that meanwhile my man is like shopping so much he's I'm a like, shopaholic bro i'm like where yeah. are we gonna put this yeah like where it's our constant argument yeah no so, I, I know i'm in the same boat where i'm like i did for my 40th birthday i got myself a chanel bag as you should my 40th fucking birthday yeah, you know yeah. what i mean and i don't know it, things don't make me like i remember 
being like younger, being like, I need a Rolex. I need a Rolex. It's going to solve all my problems. And then I got a Rolex and I was like, dude, I fucking dropped that shit on the floor so many times, like knocked it in, like blackout drunk, knocked it into the wall, chipped it. I mean, I got it fixed, but I, I lose it. Oh my God. I actually, oh, Kiki, I sent it to the real real to get evaluated because, uh-huh. you know, Rolexes are worth like triple now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted to get it evaluated. They were like, they gave me a number. I wasn't happy with it. They're like, we're sending it back to you. Okay. The packages come. And my daughter's always like, did you get the packages? Because she's she's an actual shopaholic and needs help. Okay. She's like, did you get the packages? I'm like, no, I didn't. She's like, okay, I'm going to get the packages. So she goes downstairs. She brings the packages up. Like a few days later, I'm like, my watch should have been here. Should have gone here. Kier, did you see like a watch package? She's like, I don't know. I just threw everything, all the packages out like that. Like what? I opened and weren't. I went downstairs and I said to my doorman, Please tell me that some the garbage from two days ago is somewhere around still. Oh my god! I I was hysterical crying. It's the only really nice piece of jewelry I have. Were you dumpster diving, dude? <laughs> I had Rob come. I have a photo of all it. <laughs> me and Rob and Kier looked through five hundred bags of garbage. No. Yes, he had garbage juice all over him. All over him. Oh Thank God for Rob. No, it was, and he found it. <gasps> He found it in the last bag of garbage. When I tell you, I live in a building with like 23 floors. Every single person's garbage and recycling was in the back of the building. It was up to the wall, the, the packages. We had to grab them and bring them down and look through every single fucking bag and we found it. Leah, I could, I would have said peace to the Rolex. Nope. Because I no. would have, bag number three, definitely thrown out. Rob, I mean, honestly, Rob did it all. I left halfway oh. through and was like, I have to go to an AA meeting. Bye. Like, this is stressing me out. <laughs> this is stressing me out. You know, find what, it. you know what? Kier felt really bad because, like, it was kind of her fault. And right. I was like, what the fuck? It's my watch. Right. And so she knew that she had to fucking, like, find it. Like, she right. was like, oh, my God. Like, this is my fault. And, like, I was not being, like, you know. Damn. But we found it. Thank God. Thank God. I got a Rolex for as a push present when I had Kenza. Ooh, we love a push present. And um, and my man gets mad, mad at me because I wear this eye watch all the time. <laughs> oh, my God. You know what? I know. But why do you? Okay, so what do you like about the? I don't, you know, I like tracking my steps to make okay. sure that I've, like, hit my goal. Like right. I, yeah. I, my job consists of me sitting down for hours and hours mm-hmm. and hours. Mm-hmm. So I've made it a thing where it's like I need to, like, move my body. Right. So it's like a lot of us have these jobs that are very cerebral and we're mentally exhausted when we're yeah. done, but our body hasn't done shit. You know what I mean? I know. Have you ever sat in the toilet for too long then your legs are fucking tingling because you've been scrolling on your phone for so long? Yeah. And you're like, what am I doing with my life? I can't feel my toes. I'm pretty quick on the toilet, I have to say, but Kiki, yeah. she's going to kill me. <laughs> that girl, when she goes in the bathroom... She stays in there for two hours. Oh I'm like, God. and she's on the phone. She's like, fine. She's like her little like relaxing right. place. I'm like, get off the toilet. <laughs> like, what are you doing? But yes, I know what you mean. If you sit down for too long and you're working, but and you're using your brain and shit, then you're too exhausted to move. That's what I'm saying. So it helps me. It kind of keeps me in check. And I yeah. and I have like an obsession with like hitting my goal. You know what I no, mean? No, of course. Once, <laughs> see, that's the thing with the watches. I become too crazy with it because I'm like oh my god what's my heart rate what's this because you know I'm neurotic as so when you like sitting standing in your living room doing jumping jacks and like yeah if my heart rate is like too low I'm like I gotta get it up I gotta get it up (laughs) let me get it up let me do my jumping jacks right right right. so okay so when I was uh when I was on my my uber ride over here I was thinking okay not to get too deep okay no get deep but I was really thinking about how many lives we've lived Aaliyah 
Oh the God. reason I'm telling you this is because um, one of my homegirls, Kathy Ayandali, who is a fabulous um, author, which was an improper etiquette, guest yeah. a couple of mm-hmm. times. And go support her books because she has incredible oh, amazing. books. And um, so she had posted something about her homegirl. And her homegirl is working on a podcast about party crews in Los Angeles. Now, I was thinking about it because growing up in Los Angeles in the early 90s, there were party crews like, you know, uh, everywhere but the West Coast. And that's I can only speak on it because that's where I grew up. Yeah, There was always some kind of clicking outside of gang culture. Oh, okay. So party crews were these like group of people who love nightlife. Yep. And they would all have like little names, and some of them were like like the greasers, like Wait, the, like ra- like rave shit, yeah, like love shit, yes. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. But they were party crews because they were like you know an all girls. They crew. had oh my god, we had them in New York too, right? Who yes. wore like white boots, yes. And you know what yes. I mean. And it's like there were some greasers who greased up their hair like Elvis, yeah. And, you know, <laughs> they all had a look, yeah. And everyone represented a thing, you know. They were right. like the kids who wore the Jinko jeans and the mini and the Mickey Mouse gloves, yes. Of so course. all of that stuff but they all you know would go to like would throw different parties but the craziest part is that uh, sometimes that was the brother of someone who was like gang affiliated do you understand what I'm saying like that's a little bro someone who's a big old crip right or a big old 18th street or MS-13 who knows right you know what I mean I've never even heard Um, of the 18th street thing or 18th street was like a sub like a sub um gang or rival gang I remember because it was all over my neighborhood and I might be saying shit wrong I don't know it was a long yeah. time ago but I know those motherfuckers were vicious and they will cut you oh my like God. cut you it was horrible horrible so um, and I was thinking about Going to some of these parties, and then my friend was at because I, I told my friends like, oh my god, this brings me back so many fucking memories of me like ditching school, and there used to be this carnival called Purple Shield. No, oh, that sounds cool. So Purple Shield was a carnival, or a, it was a, it was a, a moving party that would mm-hmm. be like in a club, but you would ditch school and go fucking dance, shake your ass to house music at like eleven a.m. Oh my god, I love that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and sometimes it was fabulous, and sometimes. It would have like, and what I loved about it is like my friends were all, all dancers because I went to a performing arts school, so they loved it. I was okay with the oons, oons, oons for a little <laughs> bit, but I was like, "Where's the hip hop?" And, yeah, and yeah, what they started doing girl. was like having like hip hop rooms, and right. they would get like most and Talib Kweli to yep. come perform. Yeah, and they would have all the b boys and the breakers in there dancing, and it was so fire and it was so fun. It's I can't believe I was like 13 years old doing this. I know mad drugs everywhere. I know, and I was I was I never did the drugs. I was always too scared. Like, no one's going to take advantage of me. You know, I was always on that tip. But I was just really thinking about that part of my life. I know. And that specific podcast, when it comes out, hold on, I'm going to look it up because I I want you guys. I can't wait to fucking listen to it. It's such a, well, hers is actually like deeper because, um, she's covering, hold on, I'm pulling it up right now because I don't want to say wrong. And you were doing that on the West Coast and I was doing my rave. On the East Coast. On the East Coast. So hold on. Okay. So Janice, her name is Janice. Mm -hmm. Um, it's called Party Cruise, The Untold Story. Ooh. And I believe this is a Vice uh, production. Love that. But um, they but always she, do a great But job. when she dives deep in it, there was a murder 
of a young girl who was um, a dancer. Oh my god! And so she goes into like that case, and the oh, it's way like that, a, so it's like a murder. Well, she's pod. telling this one story, but she's also deep diving into the party Everything, crew scene. Right? Okay. You know what I mean? But how when it, when it hit the news, they all painted. Oh, but she attended illegal parties. She part, you know, she partakes of in course. drugs and illegal yeah, activities. They used to do that back then all the time. But anything you know? to uh, to discredit a woman, you of know what course, I mean? Any always. way to kind of. Pin some kind of blame. Yeah, that's they what do they it did. still to this day. If you're oh like God. a sex worker or something and you like get murdered, they literally will make it like it was the woman's fault. I'm oh, like, absolutely. What the fuck? Like there was a woman that was like, I, I think she was like a stripper or something. Maybe she was a sex worker. I don't know. But one of the two, she was like murdered in a building in the financial district and rolled out in a garbage, in a fucking thing in front of the doorman. What? Yes, in Sarah's old building. Shut the yes. fuck Yes, and then they, they like the doorman, they were like, oh, we're just moving some things out. But there was gang members living in this building. And wow. yeah, and then they drove her to New Jersey and like dumped her. And like it, the way that the news was talking about her was like disgusting. Like who cares right. if she was a stripper or not? Like what? Who cares? A, a while ago, and we talked about this on an episode of Improper Etiquette too. <clears throat> we talked about a woman... And she was a black woman who was, I I want to say she was decapitated. I yes. don't fucking remember. I in Brooklyn. Say, in Brooklyn. I remember. And the way they dismissed her, they were like that she was a crack user, uh, yeah. a prostitute. Who cares? The way they, they, they just shoved label after label to dismiss. I'm like, a woman was decapitated. Doesn't and matter this is what we're going to focus was on. A drug addict or They were not. like, oh, by the way, she was also right, decapitated. Also this like, other stuff. What? Yeah. And it, it's it's crazy, but anyway. So shout out to Janice and look out for that if you want to dive. And and that's something we used to talk about too. Like when I came to New York in 1999, I just remember like fitting right in because I was like, "Where are the parties at?" You <laughs> yeah, know what I mean. So I was yeah. up in lime at that limelight. Was a fun era too. Yeah, I was like up in limelight, like good. looking for you know my gay crew. Yeah. you know what I mean. And there was Whatever. a great hip hop room in limelight, like while the other oh. rooms like were house and like techno, and then yeah, and then like the hip hop. I remember room doing. Was so until like eight in the morning, just like <laughs> popping. Yeah. What do I feel like? Hey, I feel like I feel like shaking my ass and going downstairs. You know what yeah. I mean? I hit a little vogue or try at least. But that that's what it was. I know. It was so much and fun. And it was so it, it was so and that's what I mean. Like so many lives we've so lived. So many my lives. My friend's like, Laura, what the fuck? Are you serious? How do you know about this? And I was like, I just do. Like I, I was really young when I was in yeah. it. And I can't like I have a daughter now and I girl. I know. Who's so cute, Kenza? She's the cutest. Thank you. I look she's at her adorable. sometimes. And I can't believe she's my kid. Like I'm somebody's mom. I know. Well, it's <laughs> as, and it's it is really crazy. Also, because on improper etiquette, how much did we talk about like you yeah. becoming a mom or not becoming and a mom, or if you would become a mom, or if yeah, I know, or if you would like meet someone like we weren't, you know, and then you yeah. met Ricardo. I mean, like it all like happened. Yeah, like in real time when we were like discussing it, and like now it's like. She's here. And you can't even it's it's cool because when you're pregnant, when you're pregnant, you also can't imagine what your child's gonna look like. Yeah. Cause it's like up to God. You can't like imagine what God's creating. Right. Like and what like obviously like genes and blah blah whatever is, you know, you just can't. I would have these really interesting dreams of Ricardo walking out of the room holding my baby. Mm. And but as soon as she her face her face was turned and as soon as she was going to turn her face I would wake up. Oh my god, that's you so annoying. What's, you know what's crazy? This is the witch in me like yeah. like I've seen him I saw him do that same that same move <gasps> and I, I like in real And it life, happened. Yeah, I was right. like, it's deja vu. Weird, right? I had a dream 
about Kiki when I was pregnant, but she had blue eyes in my dream, but she has green eyes. Yeah. Yeah. But when she was a baby, she had blue eyes and then they changed to green, but she had these big blue eyes. I guess so. I guess I did kind of dream because she had blue eyes and she did. I know. I think it's really important because um, I don't know, like I did a a podcast recently called Cool Moms with uh, this really cool woman named Elise Peterson. And she was really surprised that I was so honest about not wanting to be a mother. Mm. Because I feel like people don't, people, society has a stigma with women where it's like, and it's cultural, you know what yeah. I mean? And it could, and it's everybody, no matter what race you are, like yeah. what what religion, they'll all look at you like, yeah, like why don't you're you not going to have a kid? Yeah. You're not going to have, you don't want babies? Like right. something is wrong with you. Totally. And I, I want to. It's really no one's business. Hello. Why someone doesn't want to have a child? Someone doesn't have a kid. I'm not going to ask them why. I'm not going to say that's not my business. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And one thing I noticed too, after having these are things I never paid attention to, is like, yo, don't ask people. So when are you going to have a kid? Exactly. So when are you guys going to have a baby? Why? Because I think people just people don't even know that it's like maybe maybe they can't right or maybe they that's what people are like not even thinking like that. They're just like. Yeah, I, they I, probably mean well. I think a lot of people yeah. mean well, but it's like really needs to be a little bit more. People need to be a little bit more like sensitive to like. I was that. at a party, a gathering with some friends, and one of my girlfriends had a lot, a lot of trouble conceiving. Mm. A lot, like we're talking about five rounds of IVF, like tried it all, like that's rough, horrible. And yeah. I and I was with her, like going through all mm-hmm. of this, and people don't understand how. Yo, like IVF is so rough on your body. I can only imagine. A, only like yep. the best of the best insurance will cover one round. And that's if it works. And if it doesn't, like we're talking about like hundreds of thousands of dollars. Like it's- I have friends who basically like almost their whole life savings. Wow. But what I'm trying to say is that like, and everybody's like, so when are you guys going to have kids? Right. And she's like, <laughs> you, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I'm mo- at, at, And then she has to be reminded and not wanting oh, to talk about it. And she's at a girl. party or gathering or whatever. And then it's like, actually, I can't have one. And I just spent 200 grand trying to fuck off. Dude. And, and like, that's, that's what really she should what, say. And that's really what it is. And people don't understand how yeah. crazy it is. Or maybe someone just lost a child. You know right. what I mean? It's like, yeah. you never know. So I just became really sensitive now. I'm just yep. like, eh, eh, none of your business. <laughs> Totally. I I like completely agree. But on that note, I also feel that. On that note, do you want another kid? Hell no. Hell no. I know. Me neither. I'm good. Like I'm I'm happy. I have a healthy little girl. And it's just, look. I think that only children are more (laughs) mentally healthier than people with siblings. (laughs) They get all, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm someone who has two siblings. But you get all the attention. You get all the attention. (laughs) You get all the love. There's no one distracting your parents from you. Everyone's like, so when are you going to get a little brother? No. No, Why? I was like, because I have a career that I enjoy. I want to travel. I want to spoil this one and give her whatever she wants. That's it. And they're like, oh. By yes, the, by the and way, they're expensive. This is like so not on topic, but your hair is so fucking long. Oh my god, I know. Oh my god, it looks so good. Thank it's so you. fucking healthy. I'm giving you a Pocahontas, right? Oh my god, it's beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Wow. But um, but yeah, I just feel like you know, women don't have to have kids. 
Of course not. Like, you don't have to have kids. It doesn't make you anything. Like, no. oh, my God. You know, it's like, that's what being a woman is about. No. no being a woman is who you are, whatever who you, you are. I have I have a lot of friends that, you know, that, are don't, don't, have that don't have children don't and won't. And, and, you know, they're not, like, regretting it, you know. Yeah. But um, I love being a mom, obviously, right. you know. And now but, that Ken's is here, don't get me wrong. I love being her mother. Yeah. I don't want another one. Yeah. But I'm happy. Same. But I just, you know, like. I have friends now that are hitting an age where, unfortunately, women have to make a decision. And, um, you know, because because physically, like, you start running out of eggs. I mean, it's literally, it's a bylaw. We, it's not our choice. It's not our so choice. Unfortunately, you know, it's not up to us. You do have to kind of make a choice on what you want to do. Luckily, Men don't have to. Right. They could literally just keep knocking bitches up till they're 80. Girl. And they do. My friend told me that her grandfather in Dominican Republic like <laughs> just got a girl pregnant. He's like fucking 75 or some shit. I was like, oh my only God. Only in DR. <laughs> I'm like, why? Like, why? Like, why are you even having sex still? Wait, how old? She's 75. How old's the girl? Don't even ask. Don't she it, must be. She weird. can't be more than four. Like, she has to be like at the oldest 40. She yeah. could be younger than that. Yeah. Why is she fucking a 75-year-old man? I don't know. I don't know. I would say those droopy, nasty balls, keep them away from me. I don't Gross. care how much money you have. I don't want that, those balls. Gross. I had, a, I had a dream that I I had sex with an old man. Really? For money. For money? Yeah. And uh, wow. he had this nasty dick. But he took Viagra and it got hard. Oh. And then we... <laughs> I mean, it's a real scenario. It happens. Yeah, I mean, it happens. This is a realistic thing. I mean, maybe it was me, you know, just maybe I have a fantasy. I Wait, don't know. have you ever seen a dick that old? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've seen, I mean, back in my hoe days, like. Because you're making it seem like this is grandpa status. Back in my hoe days, I definitely think I somehow, like, I drunkenly saw like, I think I was, like, in a car, like, after the club with, like, a friend. And and the guy was definitely really old. And I feel like he pulled his dick out, but I'm not oh. sure. But I didn't, like, do anything to it. Right, you just saw it. Like, you just got flashed. Yeah. I did. I mean, I was crazy. Like, I also hooked up with a cab driver. Oh. Yeah. He was hot. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I think about that because when you said it, I'm like trying to picture one. I'm like, I've never really seen one in only life. in like, yeah, only like in porn. Right, right, right. Obviously, I love right. the old man porn. You do? <laughs> yeah, you love the old man. Porn? I know. I actually haven't watched porn in a while, um, because I don't have a sex drive. But, um, but when I do, I do like looking at old man because I don't know. I just would rather I want to see like ugly and gross porn. I, there's people who really enjoy it. It's just like. Like, great, I've fucked a bunch of, like, hot dudes. Like, who yeah. cares? Like, I don't need to see, like, a six-pack and, like, a young guy with a giant dick. I want to see some weird old man. Like, <laughs> well, I was having a conversation with my girlfriend because she was like, you know, I just want a guy with a big-ass, you know, a big old dick. And I was like, you know, honey, there's such a thing as too big and it's not That's cute. true. There is. I need, like, honestly, like, to be fully satisfied, like, I need, like, seven inches. And and the average is like five and a half. Is that the average? I'm pretty sure. I mean, I could look it up. What and about I think if it someone's is. like five and a half, but like performs? Great. It's just not feeling the same inside. Mm. I need to feel pretty filled up. Right, right, right. Like, oh, I get it. I get it. You know, I get it. Like it needs to like be like, oh, okay. Have you um? <laughs> Are you into like any weird crime podcasts? Oh, we're switching. We're switching it up right now. Um. So I was listening to a podcast. Okay, so, you know, I used to go to sleep listening to yeah, crime I know. podcasts. And now I think I'm, like, mentally healthier. So, like, I don't do that. Okay. But 
I've been listening to, I was listening to a Mur- the Murdoch murder podcast. I didn't get into it. You didn't get into the Murdoch Mur- stuff? No, I tried. I tried to follow it and then I just didn't. What about the, there's a good documentary on Netflix about just, it. Can you just is, tell me about it like you usually do? Just tell me what happened so I don't have nightmares it's, about it. It's honestly insane. So there's this family from South Carolina. They yeah. look inbred. Yeah. Um. They the there's a dad, mom, two sons. The family goes generations back as having this like major pull in the town. Yeah. They're judges. They have the biggest law firm. There's like an, actually like an oil painting of like this murder suspect's like great grandfather or grandfather. There's an oil painting of him oh. in the actual court. Oh my it's god. It's some weird. I don't know. Yeah. It's a but, weird. But it's such a real thing though. You know, clearly. I mean, the families of power that have been. You and know, this, and then of, and then of course it's like a small town. So right. it's like these Easier. people here. They'd be like you know fucking little fish in a big ocean right, obviously right, right. but down there they're like m- big deals you know they have two sons buster and um who names your kid buster exactly so and you should like I, I mean these kids look i mean it really is not you know they're not an attractive bunch but um so i mean honestly so the the father oh so the son paul the paul and and buster paul um was involved in a murder uh, well, death, I should say. He was drunk driving a boat with his friends, and he was being extremely irresponsible and careless and reckless and crashed into a bridge, and a girl named Mallory died. Oh. It was horrible. She was not found for weeks later. Her poor family. The other kids on the boat, there's footage of the father yeah. and the grandfather coming into the hospital to see the kids and trying to frame another kid like you were driving the boat. And Paul, the drunken inbred, is like like acting so dumb, trying to get yelling at the nurses, like yelling at people, being a terrible person. Mallory's boyfriend was on the boat. And you see the actual footage from the police van or car. Mallory's boyfriend saying, stop fucking smirking. You're, you're disgusting. It's all your fucking fault. And you're not even going to get in trouble for this. Like Paul was like laughing, like just crazy, you know, oh like out God. to lunch. So that happens. And then at some point he he gets, you know, he gets off with like, no, he's on probation. He gets no jail time, obviously, because right, right. the whole family is like, you know, corrupt. Paul and the mom, Maggie, are murdered. Oh, and the father Alex finds them and calls 911 and is like, my wife and son have been shot, blah, blah, blah. Everyone thinks it's a family from the boat or Mallory's family, right? right? Trying to get fucking revenge. Well, then, like a few weeks later, I don't know if it was the timeline right, Alex gets shot in the head by somebody but survives. And then it turns out it's his like friend or I don't even, someone he represented in court, I can't remember. He, he paid him to shoot him in the head. And then it then everything just starts falling apart, right? And then it then there's all these other deaths. Their housekeeper died years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um a young gay man, oh this was a horrible story. A young gay man was found beaten to death on the side of the road and they think that it was maybe the brother or the uncle who was having a gay relationship with him and then killed him, maybe. Oh. My- and it and then it turns out he's fucking he's taking all the money from his clients. And these, it's these poor people who've had these terrible injuries. He's a personal injury right, lawyer. Right, right. These people deserve their money. I mean, they've been like maimed and are in wheelchairs. And, you yeah, know, it's yeah, horrible. Yeah. They're keeping all the money from them. And he's also spending like $2,000 a day on a Percocet addiction. 
This is insane. Yeah, I'm telling you, you need to go watch the oh show, Laura. Well, now God. I just told you everything, and I'm probably missing some things. But anyway, the the he just was found guilty. So wow. Yeah, but while he stood there, he had to look at this painting of his family disgusting. member. Disgusting. Disgusting. Oh my God, I was reading about. I actually talked about it in my show earlier today. Did you see, um, the four Americans that were <gasps> killed? Okay. Okay. Wow. I two were killed. Well, two two were survived. Killed. Survived. Yeah. I feel like something's up with this. All right. So here's the deal. As someone who has driven from California into- You've been to Mexico a million Mexico, times. Yeah, I've been to Mexico. Yeah. I love Mexico. Yeah. Mexico's amazing. Mexico but City looks dope. you have to be very careful and you have to know where the hell you're going. And I'm sorry. Yeah, the cartel is real. Yes. <laughs> People I'll are getting this, killed every day. Border towns are very dangerous mm. for that specific reason. Most yep. cartels have some kind of connection or drug smugglers. Yep. Hello, it's right there. You're at the door. You know what I mean? Yeah. So no matter where you live and, and if you talk to anybody in a border town, there's so many problems and it's dangerous. Very. You know what I mean? So these four people, they had North Carolina plates. It's three guys and a woman. And Who I was think, supposedly there for a tummy tuck. Which yes, a I'm cosmetic not sure surgery. I I believe it. Uh, you, you, know, know, you, don't, it, you know what? I, I no, actually I know, do but listen, it. people. But I'm going to, people go down there, obviously, for cosmetic yes. shit all the time. But you bring three people with you? That part, I was like, what? Well, she that brought her brother weird. and two friends. It's strange. So that's what me. it is. And unfortunately, I'm like, if you can't afford a flight, you probably shouldn't. I just... I know. To me, you're already you're already skimping out. Like you're not, you can't afford a flight. You're going to get a tummy tuck or and a, saving money on the tummy tuck. That's why you're going to right. Mexico. I just, oh, it's just oh, my head, my I head know. wants to explode. Yep. Some reports are saying that they like probably like it was a case of mistaken identity. They thought they mm. were like Haitian drug smugglers oh, or some other kind of drug smugglers. Okay. I don't know. Right. But I I, I just don't think people understand how crazy border towns are. And how I much you have to be going. really careful. Like, That's you can't true. just roll up and just drive through. I mean, you can, right. but there's so many, like, dangers that await you. Border towns or towns that are, like, on the border of... Well, when I mean border towns are, are towns that are that border another country. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. So, like, and I'm talking about, like, towns in Texas, you know? That border Mexico. That border Mexico, okay. yeah. But why are those towns more dangerous than another town? No, I... All border towns, period. But what are border towns? I don't so know. any any part of the country mm-hmm. that borders another country. Okay. Because uh, a lot, and, and I'm specific, and my, I only, I'm only speaking about American towns that border Mexico. Okay. Just because it's just a big, you know, there's a lot of human trafficking. Right. That's, human okay. people trying to cross the border illegally Got to it. come to the United States. Got it. And, um... And even those people that are trying to cross the border legally are in danger. Oh, God, it's not safe for them at all. No, no. They're literally risking their lives. Yeah. And a lot of times they get murdered. They get raped. They get killed. They, everything that you can yep. think of, it happens. And hello, the cartels are like, bruh, <laughs> all of their operations are more or less around those towns. Oh, that's, that's what I mean. That's what you can now I understand. And when I speak to other friends in other countries who are, they kind of, it's always almost the same thing. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yep. And, like, my friend in Thailand was telling me about like some border towns, and it's like it's always very scary because of that you really have to know which way to go. Yeah. Or you know, the when only you're way traveling. I, period. You need to fucking. That's another thing too. I just watched um, Taken again, like the old one. Yeah, I watched yeah. it with Kiki. Oh um, yeah, it's good. Good for her to watch. Exactly. It. It's good I need for to her scare to watch the it. shit out of her. I'm sorry. No, I'm no, like, it, it's. I'm real like, life. you want to study abroad? 
Yeah. I told you when I was. Like, I want her to, but I'm also like, you have to be careful. No, no, no. You have to be Don't careful. Don't let the guy from the airport go in the car with you. Like, I told you, you need to have a healthy dose of fear. What? Yeah. I was in Belgium and I was on tour. I was doing a bunch of parties. So I was, remember, I was signed to an agency of in course, Belgium no, for like a year and yep. I was doing all these parties all over, like in Germany and Luxembourg. I was everywhere. It was so much fun and such a great opportunity, yeah. obviously. And I but, love traveling, but. But sometimes I would travel alone. And so the flights to go to Belgium, it would drop me. I would be in Belgium. Like it was like um, with time differences, I would always, my flight from New York would always land there like at butt crack of dawn. Like in the morning, right? Yeah, like 5 Mm a.m. And the airport was always like dead. And I remember one time just, you know, minding my own business. And I go outside waiting for my girl to pick me up. And I noticed this guy like (sighs) checking me out. Young dude too, checking me out. And he was in a van. And not a Something van. inside of me just was like froze. Like my 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 organs just tightened up. Yeah, your fight or flight response. Right. Was and I was like, on. hmm. And my homegirl was calling me on WhatsApp. She was like, hey, are you here? I was like, yeah. And I told her, I was like, yeah, there's this dude who keeps, she's like, get inside the airport right now. She's like, go and stand next to what whatever security you see. As soon, say no more. I ran inside and he's like, don't make it obvious, just go inside. She was like, listen to me. He's trying to see if you're alone. And she was like, just don't come out until I pick you up. And I was like, all right. So she arrived like 20 minutes later. And I see her. She's like, come out now. And I come out and I get into the van. And he was, he, his van was parked. And he was just like watching us. And she was with her dad at the time. And she was telling me, she's like, he's making, he's making sure, he was making sure that you were alone to approach you. And either snatch you up or convince you to go go with him and offer you a ride. Whoa. She was like, this shit happens all the time. And they prey on Americans because, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of them don't know any better. Or just young girls. Dumb. Yeah. <laughs> or young girls. You know what I mean? Yeah. So she's like, you have to be really careful. That's fucking terrible. And, I was, and in my head, I was like, I know better than this. I've watched Taken. Right. You know? Well, I know. Kiki was like. Is this real? Well, you know how yes. they're like they're like showing the girls and like there's like these rich like Saudi like you know they're for a yeah. chic and they're like two hundred fifty thousand, three hundred thousand. Right. I'm like, well, I don't know if it goes exactly like this. Like, there's I don't know if there's like buttons you press and I don't know if people are really being sold for three hundred fifty thousand dollars. That right. seems like a lot, but I'm like, yeah, this does. But like, what? Like, I don't know. I'm like, yeah, it happens, but like. I don't know, but it does happen. It does happen, of course. And it's not as as luxurious as it what doesn't we saw. look as like, right. No one's just snatch your ass up. Yeah, I'm not sure if people are being dropped off on a yacht. Thank you. Right, but like they're being dropped off somewhere. More like what happened to her best friend. Remember, she was like stuck in some and crazy she was, camp, and she was. No, remember, she was. You're drug- thinking of wait. No, think of friend? another movie. No, that's. I'm right, of- right. There was yeah. Her the little the main character's uh, best friend. They took her away, and then she, she died. ended up. She died. Of oh, a, she died in the camp thing. Yes, in, the in that camp. fucking parking lot, a construction site, and she was just dead in the fucking. But do you remember? Didn't they have her tied up to like a bed? Yes, they, and they had were her using chains. her as a prostitute. Yes. They kept drugging her, yes. and all these like and men, all the other girls, were too. taking advantage of her. So yeah. shit like that does happen. I know that's like someone needs to do a real expose on that. It's crazy, but if, wherever you're traveling, and it's and and again, I think about all the many, the lives I've lived and how like happy-go-lucky I was sometimes and just kind of like made friends with somebody and it could be men or women yeah and like and sometimes they turn out to be nice people yeah and sometimes it could be fucking part of like a prostitution ring like you have to be (laughs) careful um my first time ever going to Paris I was with a friend and I was like maybe 19 or 20 years old maybe I was yeah I think I was like 19 it was before I met Rob and um 
we had gone to like a few places in Europe and then we went to Paris and we were at a club and we met these guys that like had like mutual we had seen them at another club the night before or something and like yeah. maybe we had like one mutual friend like they were like skater like guys and they were like oh come with us to like our like flat after and I was like yeah let's go and my friend was kind of like mm. and I'm like no we should totally do this like they're cute and whatever obviously <laughs> and we get in the car and they start driving like on a highway and I'm like, mm, like I thought, like right. where aren't we not going to another area of Paris? Like why are we like where are we going? And they're like, oh, it's just like it's out. We're like outside Paris, dude. We drove like 40 minutes outside of Paris Girl. to I don't even know. And I was like, uh, okay, this is weird. And we're like looking at each other. We go in their apartment, and um, they like start like doing coke. And I, I, I probably did some or something. I don't, my my friend didn't though. She was very like on high alert, and I was like, no, I think it's fine, whatever. But then like they were being really like weird. They started like getting weird like sexually, like being like right, aggressive. <laughs> yeah, like not like they weren't like touching us or anything. They were just like saying things, and we we're like, um, whatever. Like just saying they were being weird. You know, yeah. there was one dude in particular who was kind of the ringleader of the whole group who was like doing so much coke and like being so weird. He was like like moving his mouth all weird and just acting fucked up. And he kept telling us to talk slower so he could understand us because he didn't understand when we were like speaking English really fast to each other, right? Yeah, we had yeah, to like, yeah. so, and so me and me and my friend, we just kept talking quick. Like we should get the fuck out of here, da, 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 you know? And she was calling him motherfucker. And he was like, call me motherfucker one more time. Oh <laughs> and God. she was like, motherfucker. And then he was like in Paris in France I guess and I don't know maybe other places in Europe you there's a key and you can lock the door from the inside uh -huh. right and he locked the door from the inside with the key what? and she was like our hearts were like <gasps> you know and then she was I don't it was like a commotion and finally he opened the door and we went fucking running down the stairs so quickly and like they lived like near a gas station I just remember like running by a gas station and they started throwing shit at us from the window like tomatoes and oranges and like grapefruits they were pelting us with produce what and we were like ow ow like like it was crazy <laughs> and we were like so shook we're like we should go to the police and like tell them so we like go to the police and we're like we we're just with these guys and we think they're coke dealers and they were the and they were like ha, ha, ha. they were like laughing at us and they didn't give a fuck finally we had to find a cab to bring us back to paris this we didn't know i'd never even left the country before like you know oh my god so we found a cab to bring us back and that it was quite quite something girl that's crazy the worst part honestly was getting having tomatoes thrown at me <laughs> it was de it was demoralizing honestly oh like tomato that's what you throw at people when they're like not doing a good job on stage or something right you like throw yeah, tomatoes at them that, people don't even do that shit no. I mean obviously not I remember I mean, it from maybe, the I, don't I remember know. it from like the Muppet show you know like <laughs> imagine you're like you have tomatoes in your in your backpack and your yeah, little product like, right just like just casually like organic whatever um that yeah so cool. traveling is is an amazing experience, and you really love you really love traveling. Yeah, I miss it because now now that I have a two year old, and she, it's I not went as easy, to, of course. A different country, and she got sick as fuck. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna oh, wait. I oh, I remember. I'm gonna wait. Yeah, and I went to another country, and my daughter got COVID, and I got stuck there. I oh, couldn't fuck. leave, and was like a prisoner, but it was right. a nice place at least. But still, <laughs> it was really crazy to not be able to leave a country. You know what I mean? Like with a yeah. child, and I was there alone. Yeah, having a mental breakdown. Um, yeah, it was fucked up. People don't understand. Like, I always tell, like, 
my friends like travel, but please, please, please pay attention to everything. Do your research before you go. Yeah. Like I was telling my friend who was like loose about it. she was going to go to Tokyo. I was like, honey, you do not smoke no weed in Tokyo. Right. Like you will. It's like mandatory jail. Like I think it's like 45 day, days Wait, in jail no matter no. who you are. Oh, what? Yeah. I was like, I did not. I didn't know. That. I thought like. Japanese people will probably like totally get down with smoking weed out there. I mean, a lot Privately, do, but I there's guess. consequences if you get caught. That's what I'm trying to what? say. That's insane. I like, think we... Americans are very entitled and they go places and be like, what? It's legal in Portland. Like, right. you know what I mean? Some yeah. dumb shit. And then you get caught up. Like, no, do not smoke weed in Tokyo. I'm dying to go to Tokyo. I don't smoke weed, so it's it won't be a so problem. It's amazing. I'm, I like it's one of my favorite places. I am so me and Cure. I you know, that's one place that like she yeah. really wants to go also. I wonder, I don't, I, I know that if you... I need a plug, though. I need, like, a plug when I get out there. Like, I need someone who will yeah. be, like, showing me all the best places. Like, I'm not right. just going to go and be like, where, you know, I can't do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, but if you, anyone... I wonder how it is right now because I know, like... What? If you have tattoos, you can't go to, like, certain spas and stuff like that. Did you know that? Because they think you're Yakuza. Even me? I don't know about women, though. I don't know how. I know men for it's a thing. What? Yeah, one of my boys, Jeez. when we were in Tokyo, and he's he's American, but he lives in, in Thailand. Okay. He's all tatted up. He has, like, sleeves. And, ev like, every couple of hours, he was being, like, stopped and, like, questioned no. and, like, profiled. Wow. And he's, like, it has to be different with women. I mean, yeah, I Yeah, I'm not sure. I gotta like, ask I'm clearly not Yakuza. Right, right, right. right. Like, right. You have all your fingers, you're good. Yeah. Why are they missing fingers and stuff? Yeah, like, um, a they sign is, like, they, you chop off your pinky as, like, uh, a form of, like, respect. Or, what? Or, like, if you fuck up, like, you gotta... So when I go to Tokyo, I need to watch out for all the men who are, are missing, missing pinky. Yeah, you might not want to Of course them. I'm going to find those guys the hottest. You might not want to mess How do they them. chop them like off, the I think you're supposed to do it in front of him. An ice cutter. And you do you it to yourself? Chop. Oh, I think so. Or I don't know, girl. I, oh. I know I'm not making this up. I know it's a thing. That sounds but so But I, I don't know about the rules around it, so don't quote me on any right. of this stuff. That sounds Just look into it for yourself. Yeah. It's like a whole thing. Jesus. Um, are you watching any good shows? What's going on? We always like trade good TV I shows. I know. Let me see. Uh, I watch. Uh, I was watching. I'm watching Snowfall. Oh my god, me too. I just started watching it. Snowfall is so good. It's so good. What else? And that's it, really. That's all I've been really watching. Like Snowfall. I haven't really gotten into anything else yet. Yeah, I haven't been really watching anything either. Even yeah. though me and Kiki did watch um, some Law and Order yesterday. The best. Are you on it's SVU or SVU? Or what? Of course. How How does she like it? Oh, she's addicted to it. It's scary. Oh my god! I it's it's one of the it's one of the best shows. It's the most addictive. Right, remember, Sarah much. made her. Um, remember, my sister made that like account. That <laughs> was like crazy. She was like obsessed. Remember, yeah. she made an SVU account. <laughs> it was so good. And oh my god, it was like SVU memes. But it yeah, was it, was, so good. it was really funny. Um, but oh my god, rest in peace, Munch. But I honestly thought he died ten years ago. Oh, Leah, no. I know that was the weirdest thing when I saw that he passed away. I was like, wait, he's been alive this whole time, and I've been watching Law and Order, thinking oh, this poor man, he's not here anymore. I thought he died like literally no. a decade ago. No, what the fuck, he's Richard? So um, awesome. I don't know, Richard. I don't remember your last Le name. Ledger, but you Munch? will forever be Munch. You forever, you're Munch? forever Munch. And also his last words. Before he died, we're now I'm getting it all wrong, but they were it was something like "fuck you, motherfuckers," or it was He's something so cool. badass. He, it was something really cool like that. Richard Belzer, Belzer, okay, Belzer. Yeah. Can you? Yeah, so and his badass. last words were like, "What do you want, motherfuckers?" or Aww, something cool. It's very, very much of him. So much. Aww. I guess when you become, I'm like, when you are an actor, 
on a show like that, right? Yeah. And you are on that show for 10 years and you're that character, you must kind of become them a little. How do you, you separate yourself from that person that you're playing all the time? What were his last words? Fuck off, motherfuckers. Oh, man. Fuck you, motherfucker. Wow. Incredible. That's legendary. Legend. Yeah, like when I think of Marishka. Well, you met her. Yeah, I met her once. She wasn't that great nice to me, but who cares? I still loved her. <laughs> yeah, who cares? She, right? um, like for me, she's forever a detective. Yeah. Like she's yeah. forever a detective. Like yeah. I don't know how. No, she's know? not an actress. Like I wonder if they like shadow other detectives to get things right. Interesting. You know what I mean? Like, well, I wonder how much they do of a deep dive. I'm sure that, like, the writer's room or whoever and the director and, like, the creator, Dick Wolf and everything, I'm sure that they have had to... Well, first of all, every single episode is, like, based off of... Not every single episode. I shouldn't say that. It's a lot of it is based story. on true stories. Like, Facts. Right? So... But some of them seem so, like, it's like, what? Like, one woman will be like, your husband raped my husband. And I'm like, what? Like... Gross, what that be happening? It's I mean, that's true. It does. It does. I guess we're just like not hearing about it as much. But I'm sure that they like they must have asked like the real SVU and NYPD right. shit, right? Like, and what? obviously for like you know uh, privacy issues and like you can't it can't be exactly. And they say they alter the names and like they slightly and they change the like, plot. Oh, that's right. They say that in the beginning. They say it, so it's real. I told you about mm. the time that I was like, oh, my God, I was going through these, like, marathons. I was a psycho. Like, on my <laughs> day off, I would just start, and I would not stop. It would be, like, 10 a.m., and next, you know, I would blink, and it's, like, 6 p.m., and I'm still going at it. Yeah, because that's the because kind of move. That's so the addicting. kind of show that you can just watch. watch. And then I, I had smoked a bunch of weed, and I was about to eat, like, whatever, my tacos that I had ordered, and then I had detectives knocking on my door. What? And I was like, I am, did I smoke no. weed? Am I hallucinating? What? Yeah, there was detectives knocking I don't know this story. And I was fucking freaking out. And I think I was like texting my boy at the time. And I was like, bro, there's like detectives knocking on my door. I don't, and, and I was like trying to take a photo through like the, like the peephole. Right. <laughs> I was like, not working. And then I'm like, head high. Yeah, like trying to take it through the little, <laughs> Such an you're like, oh, I can't see that really. <laughs> so high. I was like, <laughs> So then I hear my neighbor Margie is when I used to live in East Harlem. And she was like, <laughs> I hear her talking to him. So I'm trying to be like nosy and I wait till they leave. I was like, I'm not opening the door for these motherfuckers. No. And then I asked her and she was like, she's like, yeah, they were detectives. She's like, yeah, they were detectives. Mar Margie smoked a lot of cigarettes. She was like, they were, they were detectives. <laughs> There's a suitcase downstairs. <laughs> and there was a woman who was chopped up and Stop put it! in a suitcase. No. Yes. So apparently someone dropped off the suitcase on the corner. Oh, my God. And everyone's like hanging out in the neighborhood. And I lived in like one of the la last little pockets of like old school Italians. Yeah. In Harlem, I, like right in front of Rayo's. And then one of the guys, in the, my neighbor who downstairs was like, what the hell is this? Opens a no, suitcase and sees no. a chopped the body. Stop. A woman was stuffed in the suitcase. Stop. What? I swear to God, look it up. Google that shit. That shit is online. Oh, my God. Then, then whatchamacallit, um, so the detectives were trying to figure out, like, yo, have you seen anything suspicious? No, no, sir, I have not. So I'm having, like, a weird panic attack because I'm like, yo, real life is morphing. I can't smoke Talk about anymore. a buzzkill. Yeah. So And, and it ended up being... Uh, and what about the guy, my neighbor, who opened the suitcase and, and I mean, saw that's it. traumatic. So later on, it came out that it ended up being like it was like a, a like a pimp ended up killing a prostitute and like just happened to dump her in our neighborhood because oh people were like, "Is this mob related? Is it you know? Yeah, they, like you know. Rayos, like so they were like, um, but ended up dropping her off in my neighborhood, and that that poor woman, poor woman, 
Yeah. So it's like, for, and then after that, I slow down on the SVU. Yeah. You're like, this is, um, I know it sounds so crazy, now. but I swear to you, I'm not lying. Google that shit. Google oh, I believe, yeah. Everyone, I'm, I believe it. I might have to look it up. I Why saw it is- in the paper. I was like, oh my God, this happened in my neighborhood. Cause I think my friends were like, bitch, you're, wild. yeah, like you're tripping. You're like, wallet. But yeah. no. And I was like, you see, I'm not bugging out. Wait, have you ever eaten at Rayo's? No. Me neither. No. And I want to go. And I know, Me like, too. I really want to go. I, first of all, I eat Rayo's. Like, I don't even, there's no point even cooking tomato sauce because Rayo's is so good that there's, right. like, literally no point. Like, right. it's the best tomato I've sauce I've been to ever. the Rayo's in L.A. They have one in, 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 oh, in Hollywood. And my girlfriend, Sasha, took me for a Sunday oh, gravy. Oh, Sasha. And it was so fucking good. Oh, it's like a big old pot of like sausage and meatballs, yeah, and then you just pour it over whatever you want. We need we need a Rayo's plug. So I you did, have to have like you own tables there. Yeah, I like it it's up. very fucking like yeah, it's like in a very like old school establishment. Yeah. When I first moved to my neighborhood, it was like Hillary Clinton was there and like right. LeBron James. And yeah. I was like, what the it's fuck? Like Why is Leonardo DiCaprio in my neighborhood? Right, exactly. So and all these like black cars. And guess what? My neighborhood was super safe because let me tell you something. Yeah, there was a secret service there. They were always there. making sure that block was nice and quiet. Right. So, yep. which I loved. I was like, yeah. nice. I feel like I had like private security, even though I, they didn't give a shit about me. But, yeah, you know. I need to. I definitely need to like try to um, go to Rayo's at some point. Yeah, you. It's a very small restaurant, and you. It's kind of they work it like a timeshare. Like you have to have like a right. table. I know. I remember I had a lawyer a while ago yeah. that I used for something. I can't remember what. And he was like, I have a table at Rayo's every Wednesday at seven or yeah. something and I was like it's I'm very not, specific you know, right it's like that it's but what cool, the hell though. he must have done some like work for one right. of the right? <laughs> getting people off yeah but no I never off. did eat at Rayo's but I and I've eaten you know what I ate at the one in Vegas too there's one in Vegas oh I didn't I didn't know that yeah it's like a whole rec- it's funny because it was like a recreation of like my my block Oh, really? Except like 114th and Pleasant Avenue. I miss Vegas. I haven't been to Vegas in forever. I and I used to go. You're like, I don't. <laughs> I used to go all the time for the trade shows, yeah, you know. Yeah. And I, I don't know. It was just a good, you know, it was just like a good era of my life and like a yeah. fun era of my life. I was actually like looking through like old photos and like. Leslie and Diana and Tabitha in the office, the mob office. And I started like crying only because I was like out of happiness. I'm like, wow, I like got to like have work with my best friends on like a clothing line I loved. Like I'm so fucking lucky. Like that's so dope, you know? So this year is like the 50th anniversary of hip hop, right? Okay. So it's a big deal. Like Mm -hmm. you'll see a lot of people are doing really cool like things. And um, so I was on the phone with DJ Enough, who's like always been like one of my mentors. He's great. And he was in Vegas. I was like, what are you doing? He's like, you know what? I'm here for the trade shows. I think it was like magic, I'm assuming. Oh, that's so funny. But they were honoring Carl Kanai. Oh, cool. He deserves were, it. And they were honoring like um a couple of like, like the OG right. and like streetwear. But he's like, and it, they asked me to come because I was the first DJ that they hired for like their launch party no way you know that's my very first corporate check i ever gotten like everything was cash for me like being in the club right that was like my first official check for djing that's cool and i thought it was so cool that is cool wow that's so dope yeah and i saw some pictures of it and i was like damn that's so fire yeah you know the trade shows are still going on too yeah yeah yeah. i thought that was super cool that is cool the whole world of like streetwear but yeah, it's pretty awesome. That that is amazing. I wonder, like, but what is what's the official? Who officially started hip hop? Then, like, who is it? I mean, there's it's debatable. I guess. Yeah, right? it's debatable, but it, it was really, um, it was really beautiful because I did I did go to a, a really dope event at uh, 
this place called, I think it's called Fotografiska. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I don't even know how you say it, but I'm Oh, yeah. Someone sent me a photo from okay. there because there's a picture of little Kim. Yes. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they were honoring legendary hip-hop photographers. Cool. And, and Nas ended up showing me. A lot of artists were there. But um, it was so nice. I, I sat down, and it's it's so crazy that I'm like, I can actually say that. I am in a space where it's like I... I see a lot of these OGs and they're like, they know me, you know? Right, like you've I was, interviewed all of them. I was chatting with Ralph McDaniels, a oh, video cool. music box. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, Uncle Ralph. And I was <laughs> talking to him. And um, and I was like, isn't this beautiful? Like, I was mm-hmm. like, I, I said, you know, thank you. Because of you, it was like, I get to live like my dream career. Yeah. Like, because of you. And he's like, was that because of me? You know how they are. And yeah. Like, no. I'm like, no, you and... You paved the way. You were the one with a microphone interviewing people. Right. So, yes, because of you. That's cool. You know? And, but I will tell you this. As someone who has, like, been such a fan of hip-hop, and we've basically seen every single iconic photograph, Mm -hmm. they had such an incredible collection of photos I had never seen before. Oh, really? Yeah. I wonder if any of Suquan's photos were in there. Of course, right? was all up in it. Suquan does not get celebrated enough. Well, let's talk about her. She's amazing. She's taken some of the most... Epic photos of Biggie and other yeah. people too, of course. But her Everyone. Biggie photos really like stand out in my mind. And she has an amazing book that I have that I can't remember the name of, but go follow her and look her up. Su Kwan. Su Kwan is an incredible, incredible, humble woman. So humble. She, I adore her. Like when yeah, I see I her, her, like my heart. I jumps. saw her a couple weeks ago. No, it's great. Yeah, she's great. You might catch her downtown in New York riding her bike. Just yep. you know, she's definitely ran into me like Laura, but she had. Tons of photos in there yeah. and photos I've never seen before. Oh, that's cool. And she was like, I can just imagine her like this, this like really young, petite little woman, Asian like, girl so who's like unass- running around. Unassuming, right? And she was in some of the grimiest like yep. clubs and yep. grimiest like places taking these beautiful photos. Totally. And she just manages to capture like the beauty in, in, in so many iconic moments and... She just has like really, really like tender and raw pictures that will blow your mind. Her photos are fucking sick. But yeah, I saw some really beautiful photos. And and from the very beginning of hip hop to like photos of Melly Mel and Grandmaster Flash yep. and, you know. Um, that was like the kind of the beginning, right? Yeah, so, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. Like the, the parties at, on Sedgwick, Sedgwick Ave in the Bronx. Mm-hmm. Like that's where it first started, like those right. basement parties. But um, it was just really nice to see. Um, just these women captured in, in such a beautiful light too. Like a lot of the women in hip hop, like Roxanne Chante, yep. and and um, but it was also beautiful to see some of the modern photos. You know, like the yeah, the, the, newer, the younger. You know, I mean, the newer are um, Party B photographers capturing like the city girls. Oh yeah, and, like, city girls. Travis Scott and yes, yep. and Cardi, yep. Remy, and like these like in this, in these beautiful like images. So, so. I went to. The Little Kim concert oh. uh, a few weeks ago. Yeah. Um, I forgot Ap- about it. I'm so at mad. At the Apollo Theater. It was so epic. First of all, I was the people watching. It was just, I've never seen so many floor-length chinchillas. It yeah. was absolutely epic. <laughs> Little Kim, like, brought out so many. She brought out Remy Ma, who, first of all, looks so good. She's and fucking fire. Wow. Like, she looks incredible. Wow. She really does. Um, It was great. It was really great. Yeah. I Havoc from Mob Deep. Um, like Mr. Cheeks came out. Um, it was it was really good. I love that. It was a great vibe. I, one day we will get our little Kim sit down. We will. That's our that's We're going to wish list. It's gonna happen. I was talking to a couple of like girls in, in that I that I work with on my festival and vision fest, mm-hmm. but they're like little like fashion girls. They're so cute. And my 
my my girlfriend, my business partner Sharifa, mm-hmm. was playing videos because they didn't know who Foxy Brown was. What? And I was like, come on. Yeah. And I was like, this is Foxy Brown. I was like, you have to know who she is. Wow. I was like, I, I was like, you have to understand. I was like that at this time, I was like, little Kim was being you know, dressed by Donatella Versace. Uh, yeah. And, and like Misa Hilton, like right. putting the whole thing together. Right. And it's like because of Misa. Because of Misa, literally, because it was probably Misa's idea yes. to match her wig to the Versace outfit or the Chanel outfit. And then she was getting the gla- the sunglasses yeah. with the and Mary J's look. And honestly, Misa Hilton is the reason that like I dress the way I do, period. Like or she, even try att- try to attempt to, you oh know? Oh, my God. And, and do you know how many, like, no's Misa got? Do you yeah. know how many doors were shut in her face because yeah. nobody wanted to fuck with hip-hop? Right. Hip-hop wasn't as, as popular no, now, no, as it was popular. Totally not. No, no, no. It was, you know, it was a musical rebellion. Everyone right. was like, oh, my God, you listen to that? Yeah. And at that time, think about it, Little Kim was a fucking fierce feminist talking about sucking dicks and pussies yeah, exactly. and gangster shit. And, like, yeah. she didn't give a fuck. And people don't realize how, like, at that time, how groundbreaking that was. Like they don't. We need, understand. We, need to, we need to have a sit down with Misa too. Yes, yeah, and we totally can. Like she, we totally. She's can. a friend, and um, she's just like I can't. You know, to me, it's like I just wanted to talk to Little Kim about that time of her life. We need to talk. It, to her, like so that, the the David LaChapelle photos. I know. I want to hear about the fucking what was going on behind the scenes with the David LaChapelle stuff. What did you and Donatella talk about? Did you have a salad together? Like right? what? Like, like what, what was what? going on when you were like getting fitted? for her stuff or when you went to Paris and like we're hanging out with Karl Lagerfeld and he was dressing you like I want to hear about that shit like what do they say to you what do you, <laughs> yeah, what do you guys about? talk about what outfits did you say no to like did they understand you did they have what What was the vision Who, like, Did any, was anyone shady to you right were people looking at you like Ugh, she would never like but little Kim would never like she's so sweet I and know. like keeps it always positive but we do and, and we will talk to her one day about all we're of this stuff we're just putting it out there we're, putting we're it manifesting it. it we're manifesting it yeah when I, you oh my god when you had me come to the Hot 97 studio and you didn't tell me that it was like her. <laughs> I've never seen you like you you shrunk to a 15 year old school yes, girl. <laughs> I absolutely did. And she was so like she was so nice and like warm and just the best. And now I've gotten to like hang out with her a few times yeah. you know after that and yeah. stuff. So and being able to have that reference that like we met then and like then if we're sitting next to each other at fashion week, it's like, oh, we met then. And then it was just, oh, it was so beautiful. Okay. Yeah. We, we could go on and on and talk. On I and felt on. like there were, I wanted to like talk about like postpartum depression and Aww. this and that and all these serious Damn, topics. Damn, and I did too. I know. How, how did we get hell? here? We were like talking about <laughs> gangs and fucking and party crews. Party crews <laughs> and like decapitated people. But, um, but you know, this is, we were, we're this is just, um, just Maybe us this getting is the beginning of a beautiful reunion. <laughs> I think it is. I think it is. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. You can follow Laura at Laura Styles with a Z, and you can follow me at Leah Mob at the Leah McSweeney Show. You can email um at wait the, uh, the Leah McSweeney Show at gmail.com. Yes, bitch. Yes, and, um, and congratulations. This is wonderful. Thank I'm you, so babe. happy for it's you. It's fun. Yeah, we need. Yeah, we definitely need to figure this out because I have so many things I want to talk to you I, about. I know. This is all right. Well, we're gonna wrap it up so we can go discuss business. All Thank right. you. Bye. <laughs>